What's up, sports fans? Welcome into another edition of uh, Seminole Interviews. Uh, you've clicked on this, so you know who the guest is. It's the uh, biggest guest in uh, Seminole Interviews history, uh, Florida State senior Michael Ojo. Um, I know I say this uh, for all of them, but this is a really neat uh, interview. Um, as you know, uh, Michael Ojo is not from this country. He's from Nigeria. And as you know, Michael Ojo is a huge human being. Um, so I talked to him about that. How he got to Florida State uh, to begin with, that's kind of a crazy story. Um, what it's like for him just to walk into a restaurant or walk across a campus because he's, as I, as I mentioned to him, you know, a beautiful woman when she walks into a restaurant or a bar, so it's almost like they're a celebrity. All eyes are on them. And the same can be said for a dude that's seven foot one, 300 pounds. All eyes are on him wherever he goes. So I asked him about that, how how you get used to something like that, how that how you learn to deal with something like that, almost being gawked at. Um, so I thought that was a pretty interesting answer he gave, and also how he got into into basketball in the first place because he grew up playing soccer. Um, and then also because I uh, I've always thought it would be a good idea for him, I asked him if he ever thought about being a wrestler, a professional wrestler, or even a professional actor. He's a really neat kid, really gregarious and outgoing and fun, which is good because obviously he's a very intimidating dude when you look at him, and he could intimidate everyone. He could have that death stare of like a a Bill Russell or a you know a Dwayne Shensis back in the day at Florida, but no, he's just a he's a he's a really nice kid, a bright kid. Uh, grad student. Um, so yeah, I thought this was a really interesting conversation with Michael Ojo. Um, talked to him about this season and how much fun it's been for him to, uh, after four years of not being in the tournament, to know he's going to the tournament. It's kind of neat. Um, so without much further ado, I will give you the uh, interview of Michael Ojo. Let me say two things real quick. Number one, it, the interview was done um, courtside at the Leon, at the, it's not that anymore, the Tucker Civic Center. So there are some basketballs bouncing in the background. So you're going to hear that. It's a it's the end of a practice, and believe it or not, the uh, many Florida State kids were working on their free throws. So we were right there next to them while they were doing that. So don't be distracted by that. It's still a really good interview. Just know that the, that's why there's basketballs being bounced and shot uh, right next to us. And also, real quick about the season, um, I thought that was a very big win for them on Monday night. I mean, look, it was Boston College. They beat them by 32. Boston College isn't that bad. Boston College isn't good. They've lost 11 in a row. But, you know, they lost by one point to Miami at Miami. They lost by six points at Virginia Tech. They lost by eight to Notre Dame. They're not a middle school team. Florida State made them look like a middle school team because Florida State played really well. And that's what Florida State does at home. They play really well. They don't just play really well. They play like a national championship caliber team at home. They dominate folks. Uh, they eviscerate teams. That said, we know what this what the next two games are going to be. You know, at Clemson and at Duke. You beat Clemson by 50 in Tallahassee. That's that's not going to happen up there. But man, that's a big game just to for their psyche because you know the 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 NCAA tournament won't be played at the Civic Center. They're going to have to go outside of Tallahassee and play well. So just going to Clemson and playing well. I know Clemson's not very good this year. They're down. I according to some people they're on the bubble, but I don't I don't really buy that with four conference wins. But they're down um, they're certainly fragile after losing a heartbreaker at Virginia Tech on, on Tuesday night. So Florida State has a chance, if they play well, if it plays well early, to kind of control that game. But Florida State does not play well early on the road and typically does not play well at all on the road. So that's, what, that's why Saturday, I think, is a really fascinating game. How will they come out? Was Boston College just what they needed to remind themselves of how dominant they can be? 
and then take that onto the road. They're not going to win by 35 points on the road. People don't do that, um, except for Louisville at Pitt this year, which was an anomaly. But that doesn't happen on the road in the ACC. But you can win on the road. It is allowed. And I just think for this team's psyche, it needs to play well and pick up another win on the road because I don't think any of us believe they're going to go into Duke. They can win at Duke, certainly, but that's not going to. That's certainly not going to be an easy place to play. And I don't think that really will translate one way or another to how they do in the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know, because they won't play in an environment like Cameron Indoor Stadium in the NCAA tournament. They could play in an environment like the one they'll see Saturday at Clemson. That's a noon game. There, there won't be a ton of fans there early. It'll probably be a sleepy crowd, just like a twelve o'clock start on a Thursday first round game. So, how will Florida State handle that? And can they actually handle adversity? They can they jump out to a a, a nice lead on the road? All that stuff we'll see. Anyway, um, so we'll talk about that next week. Next time we're uh, we're doing one of these. But for now. Um, without further ado, I promise this time, uh, my interview with Florida State Senior Center, Michael Ojo. Short version, how did you wind up at Florida State University? Um, you know, it was a, it was a transition from my country, Nigeria, all the way to my prep school. Uh, you came over here when? How uh, old were you? I was 19. I just turned 19. Okay. You know, I was, I was 18. You came from Nigeria when yeah, you just yeah. turned 19? I just okay. turned 19 when I came here. And uh, that was 2012, I believe. You know. So I was, uh, there was a basketball camp back home in Nigeria. And, you know, I went to that camp and uh, saw different big men all over the place. And uh, I was able to meet different coaches that uh, you know, show interest in me. And that's how I made my, uh, in contact with my uh, prep school coach. Okay. And he offered me a scholarship to play here you know, in Tennessee, Chattanooga, Tennessee. So I came in January 2012, flew into Atlanta Airport. It was really cold. It was January. <laughs> okay. I was so, I was like, what? You know, it was just fun because I was coming from 85 degrees. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, so went to my prep school and um, so I was there for about six months. So playing over there, playing different competition, NACA, is this Christian uh, competition. It's like a private school type deal? or Kind of like okay. that. You know, you weren't school. playing like... Tennessee public schools. No, 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 okay, no, 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 gotcha. No, no. It was like a prep. It was, it was like a prep school. Oh, you must have school. towered over those kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, a little yeah. bit. A little bit. Yeah. It was. Uh, that's why I was averaging so much rebounds over there. But, <laughs> but now I can't get. I can't yeah, get enough. You didn't rebounds. have to block anybody out over I there, right? Have to block anybody out, but uh, so yeah. So that's how I was, you know, playing. Then that's how I met the coaches. Because uh, okay. Gates constantly, like, constantly coming to my games, you know coming to watch us play, you know, right. in, in Paris. So that's how I met those coaches and uh, they offered me a scholarship. And they told me that, uh, you know, it's a good program and now I went away they would help me develop to become a, you know, not just a basketball player, but as a, as a young man, right. you know, in the future. So, and I thought it was going to be warm in Tallahassee. Well, sometimes. You know? Yeah, not here, not, yeah. Well, I was like, why? That's still like 40 degrees. I was like, why? Come on, you guys didn't tell me this. Did you have warm clothes? <laughs> yeah, I did, I did, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I got warm clothes. You know, Eric, uh, equipment guy, you know, always give us warm clothes. I was like, why? It's cold down here. But, uh, yeah, so that's how I came to uh, Florida State. What's it like, man, coming from uh, Nigeria? What would you say? You just turned 19 to Chattanooga, Tennessee. I, I can't even imagine what that's like for you. And lucky you weren't 15. You were a little older. You were an adult. But it's still got to be such a bizarre transition. It is. It is tough. And, and, you know, talking about leaving your old family behind, you know, you go to America where you've never been before, you know. 
you don't know what is. I mean, I seen Americans on TV, you know, sci-fi movies, right? You know? <laughs> but yeah, and my thought was America is like New York, Chicago, where there's like tall buildings all over the place and everything. Nobody told me that there's place like French Town in Tallahassee. <laughs> right. You know? right. Okay. So, like, so you, you thought America is like all oh, this until you get here and find out that no, you know, there are some places that are not as good as New York. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it's like a whole new thing. It's like totally opposite of what I know back home in, in Nigeria. But uh, not too much of a surprise. But I was surprised at first. And I had a couple of challenges you know, at the beginning. The language. People talk too fast, and my accent was my accent was really deep. Right. When I first guy here, so I had to, you know, work with people, you know, trying to understand them a little more. You know? And if I don't understand anything, I ask them, "Hey, please, can you repeat what you just said?" You know? mm-hmm. So I can understand you a little better. But with time, I got used to those. But the food was another thing that I have to get used to. You know, the food. Even till now, you know, there's still some food I can't eat. Like I what? What like, do you mean? I, I never tried gravy. Gravy? Not, not gravy. Um. Oatmeal. Oh, okay. I never or tried grits? oatmeal. You eat grits? Grits, no. I never okay. tried grits. Cheese grits. I know. And you've been here too like, long to not eating grits. Yeah, no. I'm saying I've been there since too long too. I never tried grits. I'm like, that's just no. you can't do it. You can't do I, it to yourself. No, no, no. Okay. No, I just don't want to find. Well, out. what's your favorite American food then that you oh. would never, you would never even heard of until you got here that you've fallen in love with? Um, what would be one? Maybe jambalaya. Okay, jambalaya, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. The mixture of you know, all those jambalaya Yeah, stuff. man, that's good. Louisiana and cuisine. Right. And uh, the gumbo soup from Louisiana. Yeah. It's, very, it's, it's a little bit similar to what we have on, but it's kind of a little different. The way right. You cook it. I have some Louisiana friends in town, you know, when they make the gumbo soup, it's like really good. So how hard was it, man, though, to... to was it a hard decision to leave? Hey, it, you know... It, it was hard. I mean, I won't tell you. I mean, you're, you're looking at your future, obviously, and you're thinking about yeah. that, but at the same time, you're 18, 19 years old. No, and it was not knowing what you're going to see, you know, you know what's over there in America. I mean, you know you're going to basketball, to play basketball and go to school, but the society, you're not used to the society. Right. The people, you know, the ways of, these ways of, like, the ways of life of people over here, the culture, you know, the government, the system, you know, the All education it, yeah. system, you know, everything like that. You know, it took it took some time, you know, to get used to the audience things, you know, how to relate with people, you know. And there's some things that's okay normal back home that's not okay in America. Mm-hmm. Talking about the society, how the society is set up, you know. So those are the things I had to get used to as a as a young as a nineteen year old kid. Right. You know, coming to college, you know. And and those are the things that I had to learn, you know, with the help of my coaches, you know, talking to my professors, you know, talking to like people people like Chuck Walsh. Those are the people that help me, you know, grow throughout those tough times right. when I get to college. So it was tough, you know, and, and leaving your family. I've not seen my family since I left. Is that true? Yes. So, I mean, I, I talk to them on the phone and, you know, FaceTime and everything, but... You haven't been home and they haven't been here? No, no. Man, it's been no. like, we're looking at five over years now, right? Yeah, over five years now. Man, what yeah. is that? I mean, yes. do you have no. brothers and sisters? I have two sisters. Two Are they younger? Yeah, no, older. Okay. Yeah, so, but I, I, do a, I do a good job of... You know, communicating with them, talking to them very often. But uh, but I haven't seen them physically. See them. You know? Now, are you? Did you? I'm sure you got homesick. Are you still homesick? Or oh. now are you? Do you kind of consider yourself a Tallahassee and a Flor a Floridian, a, an American, all that stuff that that I, comes with being here for five years now? I'm still homesick because that's my home. You know, I mm-hmm. miss my I miss my people. But I have seen it as I've seen it as 
a sacrifice, that sacrifice I have to make, you know, for a better future. Mm -hmm. You know, even as a young kid coming to America, I was like, okay, may go away from my family is for the good, you know, for the betterment of my future, you know, I have to go do this. So I have a better future. Right. You know, so and then having a free education in America, you know, that's nothing you can beat, you know, so I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm thankful for the opportunity I have to go take, you know, I will see my family again. In right. Peace, you know, so I have to go do this first. So that the future can be, you know, a little more exciting, you know, for me and my family. So, well, it, it was it's still tough, and like you said, Tallahassee has been my home now, away from home. Right. You know, I've been there five years. I've met a lot of people. You know, I've had a lot of teammates. You know, that have gone and come by and gone. You know? mm -hmm. And I've had new ones. You know, and, and I've met coaches. I've met people. You know, boosters. You know. People that, you know, after college, people that you can talk to, that yeah. you, know, you can have like a decent job after college. So I've met, I've met a lot of people and I've, I've you know, I'm always thankful for the platform, you know. Right. You know, being able to do all those things, you know. I still get my degree, you know, play basketball as a, as a college athlete. When did you first pick up a basketball? Oh, that was, uh... Were you young, young, or...? I was, it was like, um... ten. Come on, you know, yeah. when you were like 16? Yeah, like 16. What did you, know, you do before 15, that? It was the end of 15, 16 years, that's when I picked up. It was. It did you was play any other sports? Soccer. Okay. Man, that's, that's, you know, in America, you see young kids. Mm -hmm. They go to the park, you know, they throw baseball, they throw football, you know, play basketball, you know. We go to the park and play, and play soccer back home. Okay. You know, that's what we play. A little bit of cricket. Yeah. But not, not as big as India and all those people. We play a little cricket. And we play soccer is the main thing that kids play back home, and that's what we do. You know? Even you, because obviously I assume you were one of the tallest kids you knew growing up and all that. You were never drawn to basketball as like a twelve-year-old. No, no, no. Man, yeah. So then, what drew you, you to you picking see, it up? You see it on TV. Yeah. You know, you see it on TV. You're like, what is that? Then you ask people, what sport is that? You know. Then you start getting used to it when you see the highlights you mm -hmm. know, on TV. But uh, then I pick one up and. and when uh, when uh, when I got introduced to basketball and I pick it up, I was like, first thing I did when I pick up the basketball, guess what it was? I tried to kick it like a soccer ball. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, 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 but it was a little, it's a little heavier than right, that, right, that, yeah. that, uh, that soccer ball. So, that's the first thing I tried to do, but, you know, it's a basketball and I had to watch, see how people do it and started practicing a little bit by, you know, then I stand in there, they tell me anything coming in there, like, make sure you block it. <laughs> and everything was goaltending because I, 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 don't, I, don't, didn't I, didn't, I didn't know yeah, the rules, yeah. you know, I didn't understand it. So, you know, like, yeah, I tell me, like, okay, when it's going up, you know, that's when you block. When it's coming down, you have to let it go, you know, eventually. <laughs> I got mad. I was like, no, I don't want him to score. Right, you I'm know? just going to swat yeah, that ball away. Yeah. Every time, you know? So, it, it, you know, it took me a little while to start getting used to the rules, you know, everything like that. And so when you got here um to Tallahassee to Florida State did you have any idea really what you were in for like you you didn't just go you had just been playing basketball for two years, two years yeah. and then you're in the ACC going up against Lord knows John Henson I, I can't remember who was in the ACC but Messi a lot Plumlee. of Mason those guys that Mason been, Plumlee, I was going against Mason Plumlee just Michael McAdoo that played for right yeah the Warriors, Warriors yeah. now I was playing against uh uh, uh, Seth Curry. Yeah. Plays, plays for, uh, uh right. what is it called? For the Mavericks, right? Mavericks, now. Yeah. I can still remember right there on that wing right there. Steph Curry, he was holding the ball like this. Stare down my teammate, rise up and maybe shoot three on that corner. I was like, eh. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, don't That's all right, man. It's okay. Up. I was like, wow. 
You know, so so I, I play I play I play against uh when Maryland was still with us in the ACC mm-hmm. Maryland. I play against uh the tall guy that I play for Phoenix now. Oh, uh, Alex Lynn. Alex Lynn. I yeah. play against Alex Lynn. You yeah. know, I play against uh, Okafor recently. You know, yeah, two we, years ago. Or something. Yeah. So I play against uh, you know I play against uh, T.J. Warren. You know, yeah. NC State. You know, this idea. You know, one. So players, you couldn't, but players, you had never been, seen anything like that. Never. And I had no clue what I was getting myself into. Right. You know? It's like, okay, I'm playing college basketball. I don't even know how big of a deal it was to play in the ACC. Yeah. You know? It was like, okay, yeah, I'm playing basketball. We play non-conference games, you know? I remember we lost our game against South Alabama or something. Yeah. Freshman year or something like that. So, you just like, just trying to get myself acclimated to playing college basketball. The pace was very difficult. Yeah. The, the level, you know, the skill level that you have to play with, you know, those are the things I had to, it only took me, it only took me five years and I still have a lot of room right. to improve, you know, even at this stage. But just for now, I have a better understanding, you know, of what it takes to play in the ACC. Much better than I did my freshman year. My so, freshman year was just a mean Yeah, it was, I'm sure it was a blur. You had no idea. Cool. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so what... What is the goal after the basketball career ends? No matter when that is, could yes. be a decade yeah. from now, mm-hmm. could be you know and, whatever. And one thing, like I always said, like I told you, you know that media, I said, right now, you know, we're doing we are doing much better than the past few seasons. You know? Right. See what how it plays out. You know, see how far we can make it. You know, down into the tournament. Then with that, see what my options are in basketball for us. Play in America, I would love to. But if I have to play overseas, you know, for a few years, I will do that as long as my body will, not, will right. allow me to play. But after that, you know, with all the connections I've made here yeah, in college, you know, then uh, the ones I will make, you know, after college, I want to be able to have a, something like my, my own business. Mm-hmm. That I run myself, you know. And uh, with that, I can do, you know, do that, maybe start a partnership, you know, with anything, something, you know, meaningful. Right. But that, that I can do a business that's meaningful that I can do. Yeah, down the road in the future, you know, I've always had this dream of, you know, having my own airline company. You know, oh, all right, man. You're dreaming that's big. Down, that's yeah. down, down the road, you know, when I have the money or I have the, you know, enough, you know, idea or knowledge about it. So, but for, for right after basketball, I want to, you know, take a year off, relax, you know, have time with my family then in the future. Right. Then, you know, be able to sit there and see what type of business, you know. That I, want to, I want to get into. I've always thought, you know, somebody that it's like a, a really pretty woman when she walks into a place, all eyes turn on yes, her. It's like that. being a celebrity. The same thing would be said, and you are kind of you are a celebrity in this town anyway. But no matter what room you walk in for the rest of your life, and it's probably this been this way for eight, ten years now. Everybody stares at you. Yes. What is that like? At first, Does, it has to get annoying. At some point, people just almost in awe looking at you. What is that like? At first, at first, the the, the the gaze, you know, you know, when people gaze at you, right. walk into a public or Walmart or store, and people just gaze at you, you know, <laughs> it was a little, you know, uncomfortable. Especially in my preschool year, yeah, my freshman year, walking through the halls, you know? yeah, it was, it was getting a little annoying. Where you know, you see people walk up to you, people take your know, blind pictures, like, hey, yeah, they're taking pictures like, with yeah. you behind, yeah. But, but that's something I've, you know, gotten used to. You know, that's something that I've learned how to appreciate more, you know, to the glory of God. You know, he blessed me with this art and this body. And people don't have that. You don't you don't walk around, see seven foot, 300 pound guy 
walk around every day with like street. zero body you fat know? yeah it's just in good shape so it's yeah. like you don't see that every day i was no. like if i was these people i would be doing the same thing so eventually i got used to that you know now i turn the negative to a positive thing right so when i see people now you know just like, i go there come talk to them hey how are you guys doing today Delivery, all right, everything. Have a good day. Have a nice day, you know. Because you could be very intimidating walking be. into a place, but obviously your personality yeah. isn't that. Mm-hmm. No. Do you try no. to disarm people a little bit and say, "Look, I'm a nice guy. I'm a friendly guy. You don't." don't no, no, I know no, I'm no, huge, no. But when I when I have stuff to do, when I have a place to be at, you know, mm-hmm. I do that. Then, excuse me, I really have to be somewhere, you know, in less than five minutes. It's like I have to go, you know. But next time you see me, I will make sure I take picture with you or something, oh, gotcha. or something like that. You know, I try to be nice with it about it, you know, because. One thing my, my, my folks always said, you know, you never know where you would come across people in life, you know. Try and be nice to them, you know. Try right. Even when they're not nice to you, try because you might need their help. You know, you might need their help in future. Or right. they might need your help in future. You don't want to have to, you know. You don't want to have that bad, you know, bad feel or bad, you know, uh, 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 conversation with right. them at first, you know. And later in future, where you really need them or they really need you, now you can't render that help or they can't render that help to you, right. you know, because you never know. You know, it might not be you; it might be your kids in right. future. It might be your family member in future. But I just try to see, even when people are being mean, you know, I still try to be nice to them. Right. You know, I just. But too many people are. I can't imagine too many guys are being mean to you. They ain't challenging you or. Saying, I want to be. I want to be. I wanna, trust <laughs> me. I want to be. Try to be mean to myself. <laughs> So two look two questions left. Number one, have you ever thought about acting? Or uh, look, man, I, I'm not a wrestling fan, but Lord knows you could be a professional wrestler too with that body and your personality. Uh, have you ever thought about something like that? You're so gregarious and kind of outgoing. Wrestling, you know, my teammates, you know, they they, they make fun of me every time. <laughs> Yeah, you in the wrong spot, man. Come on, man. Oh, put, they go, go, you. go to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, put on a cape. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I grew up. I, I grew up watching wrestling back mm-hmm. home, and you know, it took a little while before I knew. You know, you know some of you were it was just acting, right? Somebody, you know, stuff right. like that. But you know, it, it's definitely one of the options. You know, mm-hmm. If even even after a basketball career, you know, yeah, it might be something I look into if I have, you know, if that if I develop that interest in it. Right. Then the issue of acting too, you know, if I meet the right people. You know, at the right time, right. If, I, if I if I made the, the right connections, you know, that can put me through what I need to do. You know, I don't mind. Yeah, you know? I don't mind anything that be on that I love doing. I love. I know. I know it would be just like basketball. You know, yeah. I have to take some years to learn how to do it, and then eventually I'll get good at it. You know, then I you know develop that interest. Okay, I really like what I'm yeah. doing. You know, acting, wrestling. Could be the you know, world champion, could, man. Could be could be any of these things. You know. The opens up after basketball. I will. You'll pursue. You'll, pursue, pursue, you'll see. I'll pursue. Last question, and I asked X this too, because he's been here four years. You've been here five years. What is it like for somebody that has your perspective, that's been here when there's 1,200 people in the stands, no real fan interest, to come out and play in front of 10, 11,000 people on a team like this with this community so behind it? What is that like for you, man? It's a, it's a, it's a life changer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's very unreal. You know, and. and to them, to the fans, you know, some of them, they, my my uh, my friends were all annoyed with fake fans and stuff like that. I said, yes, they can be fake fans because we've not really showed them what to, yeah. you know, share about. You know, we've been average for the past few years and stuff like that. You know, say FSU is a football school or something. Right. Yeah. 
like I told our guys before the season started, I said, we can actually change the culture, you know, of this program. We can make something happen. See how we can turn this program around. Mm -hmm. and, you know, 10, 20 years down the road, when, when we come back for the union, people remember, they will remember us as a team. This now, team, okay, yeah. This is what this team did, you know, in this, how they changed this program in this community. And I thank the fans, you know. Coming out to support, they, even even though we were doing good, they, they don't they're not obligated to come out and support us. Right. So I thank them for you know that time. And for me, man, we've had some we've had some great great moments this year. Mm -hmm. Playing here, you see crowds all over you know all over this place, and students are here students thirty minutes before the game. Yeah, hour. Man, yeah. Shouting, and that's some. I, I, <laughs> excuse me. It's all right. <laughs> I don't know. I think who were playing? Was it Duke who were playing? Or, I promise you, I was trying to call a play. On defense. On defense, probably. I was yeah. trying to call. I was trying to tell my my guard, you know, and, and ball screen defense, and, and they couldn't hear you. Couldn't <laughs> hear me. Yeah. That's how loud. Yeah. And it that's, was. <laughs> that's you not know? normal. It that's been not normal. normal. Yeah. You know, that's something we had to get used to. You know? Yeah. That's something. Yeah, we we slacking a little bit now. You know, we need to get back. You know, on our game, do what we do. You know, and get back on track. You know find a way to win on the road then we come back on Monday you know and we've played Wake Forest we played Duke it's been like crazy mm -hmm. all year long you know we played Florida it was come on it was so that's not some. that's not we're not used to that right and that's part of changing the culture mm -hmm. of this program you know now we have a good recruiting class coming next year so by the time we do something good this year we leave those guys can pick it up from right. where we start keep it rolling you know Starting a legacy, starting Same a culture. Legacy. Yeah. So, no, ten years down the road, we come back for a reunion. Then people will remember us. Okay, these are the group of guys that turned this program around. Right. You know that changed the culture. And not to take anything away from the the previous teams that have been great. Starting twelve teams that won the ACC tournament. The 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 teams before that right. has been really good. Once the that has won the conference championship. You know, even back in the days. You know, in the likes of. Sam Cassell, Tim right. Pickett, Dave Cowens, all those people, you know, those are great players, great teams, you know, but we're just trying to make, you know, keep that legacy going and turn this program around a little bit, you know, turn it up a little, you know, one more nut. Right. See what, how far we can keep this thing rolling this year. And by the time those guys, you know, by the time we finish this year and the next year team comes in, they can pick it up from where we step and hopefully the fans will still come, you know, keep coming support this team it's not gonna be all pretty we're not gonna you know we're gonna win some lose some but you know the most important thing is how well the fans are you know able to support right the team they have good or bad because we're gonna have some you know there's there's some really really good things coming down the stretch coming in future for, for cool right cool to, know, see. cool to see michael i appreciate it man thank you so much buddy cool kid right you know, it's just us talking right here. I, I think he's a really unique, neat kid and a, and, a, and a great ambassador for Florida State University. I did not talk to him about his shoes, but in case you haven't been paying attention the last five years, he has really big feet. And uh, national TV broadcasts kind of wanted to hammer that point home for, oh, you know, 48 months. So I did not ask him about that. I think that had been covered. Um, as for everything else, yeah, man, I, I don't know why. I've always thought, and look, he might he has a future in basketball. He can go play somewhere. He can go make some money somewhere if he wants to play basketball. But, man, I'm telling you, with that body, that physique, and more importantly, that personality, I'd be a wrestler, a professional wrestler, make a lot of money. Now, that's hard on your body. 
traveling around the country, jumping off ropes and stuff. But man, I think he would be a, uh, he's just a, he, he's an entertaining guy. And I, and I was just trying to think of avenues that he could uh, go down because he's so entertaining and so big. But obviously, like he said, he's got a lot of plans in place already. He wants to be a business owner. Um, so yeah, just, I thought a unique story about a kid that has been here for a long time and has kind of always been a fan favorite. Uh, people have liked him since his freshman year. Mainly they gawked at his size. Uh, this year he's really been a, a really big deal for this team. He's been probably really their most consistent inside player, um, their best free throw shooter, which is uh, incredible. Um, just the strides he's made um, in, in five years, you know, four or five years ago, anytime he got the ball, he was punting it out of bounds or it was getting stripped. He had a hard time holding on to it. Now he's a he's a good player, man. He's he's a He is a good uh, Division One college basketball player. He's turned himself into that, and he's given him a chance now, given himself a chance where he can go make some money if he wants. But that's neither here nor there. I just wanted you guys to know his story and to, and to be able to hear and, and feel his personality because it is a big personality, and he is a cool kid. And that's it. Seminole Interviews is in the books. We will see you again next week. Peace and love.